morning, everybody. Great to be able to welcome you here to our fourth instalment of our podcast, Tea Time. It's me, Jared. Nice to see you. And we have Hannah. Say hello, Hannah. Hiya. And it's great to be able to welcome you here. Um, This podcast, if it's your first time listening, is about a few things. It's about staying connected. It's about being relevant. And it's about bringing truth. And by truth, we mean something that's real, makes sense, and that you can be used in your everyday life. So it's hopefully going to be pretty cool um, and relevant to listen to. Um, Yeah, Hannah, what's the name all about? We're called uh, called Tea Time because we'll be having tea and cake. And uh, it's called Truth Time. So there you go. Amazing. And we like to bring a little bit of truth, don't we? So all in the name. Um, So this week as well, we have uh, a little bit of a special guest. um, And uh, we've had a couple of special guests over the last couple of weeks. Uh, No different this week. So uh, say hello to Tom Fry. Hello, Tom. Hello, guys. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, fantastic. It was great to have you here. How are you doing? Um, I'm very good. Yeah. Yeah. Ready to get chatting about a very interesting topic, I think. (laughs) Excellent. That's the attitude. I've got some uh, questions for you. Here we go. Are you ready? Buckle in. I think so. Yeah. Buckled up. Okay. (laughs) Thick crust or thin crust pizza? Uh, Thin crust, definitely. Busted or McFly? Oh, oh, man, that's a hard one. Oh, busted. More in the roots. Winter... (laughs) (laughs) Winter or summer? Oh, again, hard one. I think I'm going to have to go summer. You've got beach weather, haven't you? you oh, true. Hay fever, Tom. Oh, yeah, true. What's the weirdest thing you've smelled? Smelt. The weirdest thing I've smelt? Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Um, Horrible question. Yeah. I haven't a clue. I'm a big smeller. I smell everything, but I can't think of anything weird that I smell. Probably, oh, I don't know. I smell a lot of dog poo in my time because I have a dog. I guess that's kind of weird. <laughs> All right. Not All intentionally, right. but <laughs> just walk my way, I guess. Time. <laughs> okay, great. okay, and last one. Favourite type of holiday? Favourite type of Like an active holiday. Somewhere where I hate lounging around the pool. Like, get me out of there. Okay. Cool. Oh, superb. Happy day. Out of interest, when you say you smell a lot of things, like... I get I get ribbed in the office because every time someone gives me a biscuit, doesn't matter what it is, I will sniff the biscuit and then I'll eat the biscuit. Yeah, Jared, you take it a step further than I do, definitely. Okay, right, okay, <laughs> never mind. I'm not I'm not that crazy. Right, let's move on there. I mean people criticize it. Everything has a smell. So it does. Yeah, doesn't mean you have to smell, it, smell everything. It doesn't it's not like the law. But again, like even with eating Smell is a big contributor to what you're going to no, taste. It's eighty percent of what you taste, or something. I, was like that. I heard it was sixty, but it might be. I might well, be wrong. But it's that. a large proportion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is, there is a smell worth smelling in every morsel you take in. All right. So just that I get that out there on the podcast because <laughs> this is something I am highly passionate about. Yeah, clearly, yeah. It's totally. <laughs> Um, you know, not enough people are considering these highly um, sensitive topics. Anyway, so moving I'm swiftly on. doesn't get lost up in your nostrils. <laughs> <laughs> I, have, and who knows I do have rather sizable nostrils. <laughs> they're, more like, they're more like two Henry Hoovers. Black car. nostrils. Yeah. Uh, but, oh, yeah, it's good for, good for sniffing. Right, okay. So, uh, oh, moving on. So, every week... <laughs> 
You know the Henry Hoover like nozzles. I imagine like, your nose. And the sound and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear that's a horrific image right okay control yourself Jared here we go oh, breathe right so um, as you know if you've been listening the last couple of weeks uh, every week um, this is tea time and we want to bring a little bit of tea and cake in so if you are listening last week we would have told you um, that we had to have some Victoria sponge cake prepared to have with us and maybe a brew if you're making one um, so I've gone and got some Victoria sponge and me, Hannah and Tom have some Victoria sponge in front of us. It is a lovely gluten-free and wheat-free selection from Tesco's again. That's because that's generally where I shop um, <laughs> when I'm shopping for myself or others. So, um, so yeah, we're going to be um, uh, testing this. I'm going to be surprised if this lives up to the hype of the lemon cake from last week, which was a strong eight from me. But we shall see. Six so let's have a little... I know, I couldn't believe it. But, um, but yeah, let's have, a little, um, let's have a little nibble and see what we think. So... Who wants to go first? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. So, this Victoria sponge cake. I think it's really nice. It's way better than the lemon one. The lemon one sucked. Um, oh. The jam's nice. There could be maybe a bit more cream. Yeah. Um, the ratio is not quite right, is it? Ratio is not quite right, but I like the cake consistency. I'm mm. gonna, I'm gonna give it a a seven. No, seven, seven, seven. Seven point oh. five. Seven point five. Seven point five. That's mm. strong. How about you, Tom? Um, controversially to what you guys just said, I reckon there's too little jam. I'm a big jam Ooh. fan. I think it needs to up its game in that department. However. Ooh. The, the sponge, great, really, really good, nice and fluffy. Like it, it just crumbles really well. So big fan of that. But yeah, I just say more, more jam to be honest. Okay, interesting. What were your rating out of ten for this? Oh, um, I'd say a six and a half. Six and a half. Oh, he's a tough man to please. Six yeah, I'm and a, a half. I'm a bit of a critic. I'll be honest. Okay, okay. I'll, I'll be honest. As looking at this. I wasn't, I wasn't like, because looking at your food has a big impact on your expectation mm. of how it's going to taste. And sniffing. It, it was a bit like I was, and sniffing. <laughs> yeah. But looking at this cake, do you know when you see a Big Mac in the picture? Yeah. And then you see a Big Mac in the box. <laughs> I thought it was a bit like that. I looked mm. at it in the box and thought, this isn't going to live up to mm. what I'm expecting. I thought the same. Ta- taste, however, the sponge, it is a good sponge. It very moist, very mm, moist sponge. Very. But what? it was <laughs> But um like you say, I'd want a bit more jam and a bit more cream, as you mm. say. Um it said on yeah. the packet it could serve six. I mean cool. and we've polished this off between three of us. So the, yeah. the, again, I think it's a gluten free thing that all their portion sizes are made for small people. Mm. So I don't I don't think yeah, so that's a little bit of a letdown. I'm going to go with a seven because it's definitely better than the whatever it was, the Bakewell tart. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, a, a varied uh, range of reviews there. So there you have it. That was our reasonably priced cake for this week, the Victoria Sponge. Um, next week we're going. I think I think this is a step up. Tom was disappointed he's not going to be on next week, and uh, we're going for the carrot cake. Ooh. So, ooh, 
cake? I don't know. How many carrots does it take to make a carrot cake? I'd say a dozen. Oh, right. Was the that a joke? A dozen. <laughs> oh, great. I thought you said in a joke then. All right. yeah, um, I was trying to think of one, but I couldn't think of it. so yeah so if you have time get yourself a slice of carrot cake ready for next tuesday at 4 p.m and you can join us uh for that and a bit of a brew so that'd be really great uh, this week our topic is hitting the ground running oh what's commonly known as sport (laughs) 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 so as everyone's aware we're still in isolation um spending a lot of time indoors all our daily routines are mismatched you know PE isn't happening whether you like it or not and um that yeah that's that's where we're at so what do you two like to exercise what have you been doing Hmm. what about you tom why don't you go first what's your kind of stuff you've been getting into um I've I've been doing I don't know whether we disclose this now, but I've been doing a lot of running and cycling recently. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's nice to mix it up. I find you know if you do the same thing all the time, I think it'll feel like tedium can get get in quite quickly. So I've enjoyed kind of mixing it up a little bit. Yeah, interesting. So I've, I've never been too much of a cycler. I do have a I do have a road bike, which at one point Tom did graciously do up for me. So big shout out to Tom <laughs> since you're here. Um, but um, uh, I've been doing lots more running recently. So um, got back into a good rhythm. I get up normally first thing in the morning, Ooh. maybe around kind of, I don't know, seven, Ooh. seven o'clock. Ooh. But it's how I start my day. And actually, it sets the tone really well. Um, good bit of exercise. And I found different running routes depending on how far I want to go. So I have a running route for a five kilometre run, I have a running route for a, uh, an eight kilometre run, run route for a 10 kilometre, run route for a 13 kilometre and a running route for a 16 kilometre run. So depending on where I'm going. So I know. Wow. It's, um, so it's, uh, yeah, I'm kind of, wow. I'm, in, I'm in the zone. So yeah, I'm loving it. Loving a bit of running. How far, yeah. how far do you go, Tom, normally? On a, say you were um, running. It, it ranges. So uh, Saturday, Saturday, Sunday is normally my uh, long run. And then I kind of do a mixture in the week. So uh, yesterday I did some some hill repeats, which were horrible and I didn't enjoy them. Uh, yeah. So what is a hill about, repeat? Do you just repeat running up the same hill? Exactly that. Um, I <laughs> did about eight. Oh no, exactly yeah, yeah. I did about eight k of just running up and down the same hill. So I jog really slowly down the hill and then sprint up the hill. Um, and that was that was pretty rough. Not gonna lie, that's I didn't enjoy it. Horrendous. Apparently, it's good for me. So uh, that's why I did it. <laughs> um, Have you ever tried fell running? Do you know what fell running is? No, what is that? You fall as you run, and then you say, yeah, I fell. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Jack and Jill. Is that, no, so what it, what it is, my friend started doing it, um, and it's imagine you, you have a 10K race, but none of it's flat. So it's literally just incline and decline over and over again for, for like 10 kilometres. Sounds like a cartoon. Yeah, yeah. So you literally, you don't run it very quickly, obviously, but you're just constantly going up. And then you go down, you go up and you go down and it's just 10 kilometers of it. Wow. And by, by the end of it, you've gone like 200, 300 meters of uh, incline by the end of the race or whatever. It's just horrible, horrific. That's pretty. Uh, so yeah, pretty... if you haven't tried that, Tom, might be a thing. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe my, my specialism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good well be. Oh, great. So I've been running a little bit 
the first time because you know all those Instagram challenges, you know, like run yeah. five, donate five, tag five. Hmm. So I got tagged loads of them. So I, I say loads too. <laughs> okay. I haven't, I haven't had any yet. <laughs> and um and so I did it, right? And I the whole time I was convinced I was gonna throw up. I had to keep stopping because I was burping so loud and there was like <laughs> people coming past me and I was just <laughs> but oh, uh, I did it, I completed <laughs> it and it did nearly no, kill me. And the next day my legs were in bits. But uh, oh, but uh but then the day after oh, I was like, already. I'm gonna go for a run again because it can't be any worse than that. So I did. Oh, wow. I did. Excellent. Yeah, and I, I, uh, I went a bit further in the same amount of time that it took me to do five k. I ran further than the. So, and I thought I did worse, but I have um, I have this app called Strava. So, and me and my friend yeah. Gus, Gus are like friends on it. We're like pals. So when I see he's gone for like a cycle, I'm like, oh, I should probably go for a run just to like it. Prove a point, but it's a good bit of. If you don't, he's judging you. Yeah, it's like it's a good bit of motivation, though, so you can see yeah, yeah. like it's like mm. egging each other on from afar, which Definitely. is quite nice. Mm. That sounds quite good. Actually, that's yeah. nice that you're doing it together as well. That's well, not really yeah. together. It's just like I see that he's gone exercising. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, probably should go. <laughs> that work the other way around as well. So if you've gone for one and he hasn't, do you then see it like ten minutes later, like oh? My friend Gus has gone out for a run, yeah. or is that like a? Yeah, I can. We can tra track each other's progress. Yeah, yeah, that's quite cool. Okay, so Tom, um, mm, yes, uh, you're saying you're doing a lot of cycling and running. Mm. Now, little birdies told me recently. I say little birdie. You told me a while ago, but you know, <laughs> this, um, <birdie. laughs> yeah, that birdie <laughs> that um, you've been training for a triathlon. Is that right? Yeah, that is correct. That birdie was not telling a lie. Um, I'm signed up for tweet tweet indeed. <laughs> <laughs> um, that uh, it's actually something called some of you, uh, some of the listeners may have heard of it before. It's something called an Ironman. So I've signed up for it, and it, in October, if still everything is going through with this whole shutdown thing, um, and it involves a bit of a swim, a bit of a cycle, and then a run to finish it off. So, oh, yeah. when you say a bit of a swim, bit of a cycle, and a bit of a run, yeah. you how far? If you're doing an Ironman, they're like mega. So That's it's um, a 3.9 kilometer swim, which uh, I hope to uh, complete in about an hour and 10 minutes. So that's, that'll be a sea swim. Um, I'm doing it in Barcelona, just to add to it. I thought oh. I'd better do it somewhere nice, you know? <laughs> Why Lovely. not? Yeah, yeah, if you're going to do it, do it somewhere nice. Yeah. Um, and then it's a, um, a 180 kilometer uh, bike ride, um, or for on you uh, on the road, yeah. For you, Imperial Lot, that's about 112 miles. Um, and then it's a 42-kilometre uh, run after that, uh, or a marathon, otherwise known as. Is that all oh, in one day? Right. Yeah, all back-to-back, -back, yeah. yeah. So I'm hoping to complete that in roughly about 12 and a half hours, I think it will take me. So, yeah. 12 and a half hours of just pure non-stop exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So wow. I mean, you I'm, know what fair I'm play. so excited for it, but yeah, a do lot reckon, of people don't Do you reckon you'll fool yourself? <laughs> anything's possible i mean you know i've heard on the streets that some people have struggled with bowel movements on long runs before so you know maybe i'll be Jerry. i'll be uh, adopted into that club as well okay since, since we brought this up since we brought it up i'm not ashamed i'm not ashamed this is just an actual thing isn't it so 
I don't know who you may know, I ran a marathon last year um, at some point near Easter. I believe it was nearly a year ago now. Um, and um, I ran a fairly quick time. First marathon, I did it in three hours and nine minutes. So I was, I was very pleased with it. Um, but do you know, you, you, you get these gels that you can, um, what do you call it? Little sugary sports gels. And after about, uh, I can't remember how far it was now. After the halfway point and going into the end, I was knocking these gels back like you wouldn't believe just to try and give me some energy. And I'd never really tested the gels before the race day. So I know apparently that was a, that's not a good move. Foolish it. error. <laughs> Foolish <laughs> error. Uh, and so, and so uh, um, I got to, well, anyway, I got to about mile 19 and then it happened. <laughs> and Yeah, literally. And honestly, I couldn't contain it. And I was thinking, I've either got two things. I've got to, I've got to stop off at a shop and just say, can I use the toilet? But I looked at my watch and I thought, I'm on for a really good time. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I, I've just got to push through here. Not literally push through. What colour were, <laughs> oh, no, <quite> <laughs> were your shorts? Oh, this, this, is, this is the thing, right? So um, my, my shorts, they're black, right? Well, they were black anyway. So these black shorts, um, I'm thinking, oh, they're black, dark colour, no one's going to notice. I crossed the finish line. My friend Dan um, had, had come to support me and um, with his girlfriend as well. And I saw him and I went, Dan, he, I, I didn't even say hello. I just said, Dan, go buy me some shorts and some underwear now. And he went, what? What's wrong? And he, he sort of like jokingly went, why? Have you, uh, you pooed yourself? And I went, Yes. Yes, I have. into the shop to get me something. Anyway, <laughs> took, took the shorts off, and then when I looked at them, they were like what I thought would be quite well concealed because they were black. I mean, you it, you could see it. I mean, there was no hiding what had happened. It was an absolute disaster. <laughs> and the worst thing was because obviously I was running the whole time. It was only when I stood still. That my Henry Hoover nozzles could smell it all. Oh god! So, yeah, it really wasn't. It wasn't a great time on that front, but I got a good time and I raised lots of money for the Serbia youth mission trip. So well, it was well done, was, mate. Congratulations. Well worth it. But yeah. Uh, so now the whole world knows. Nice. Now the whole world. Brilliant. Uh, um, have you guys been involved in any weird sports? Like, what's the weirdest thing you've done? Geographic. Oh. Ooh. Um, I probably, probably not the weirdest. I play a lot of squash. I do enjoy squash. I say I play a lot. I haven't recently. Um, a lot of people might not find that weird, but I think it's a bit of a dying sport, so I enjoy that. But um, I also did uh, lacrosse at university, which was um, great fun. So anyone who's watched Centrinians, you'll know what it's all about. <laughs> it's brutal, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I would like to point out first thing that the the um, male game is very uh different to the female version of the game um a lot of people describe the um the guys game it's kind of like a mix between field hockey and american football so it's got like that stick skills of um hockey but it's pretty brutal in its physicality so yeah i absolutely loved it though do you have to wear like a guard for your chest what was that that yeah so uh well there's a lot of kit you have to wear i had to wear like a full uh face mask um like full helmet um i had to wear a sternum guard um to stop you know sternum because that can be pretty brutal apparently i had big cricket-esque type gloves 
um, uh, elbow pads. Um, yeah, so kit it up. Great. Yeah. The weirdest sport I've done is probably pancake racing around Wimborne Minster. Wow. <laughs> I've never heard of that. Before. I used to do it every year as a girl guide. No way. <laughs> That's amazing. Is it just a prime power of the pancake in it and you're running around with it? Yeah. Wow, that's incredible. I mean, what, what is there a... Pancake right. day. Yeah, okay, right. Right, that sounds um, exhilarating. That's a good like isn't it? Right. <laughs> I don't think I'm that weird then in terms of sports. I used to play a lot of football. Um, maybe a bit of ultimate frisbee. Mm-hmm. Ultimate mm-hmm. frisbee. Beach classic. Um, oh, yes. Um, I can't think of anything else. Tiddlywinks. My friend Baz was on his ultimate frisbee university sports team. Oh, amazing! Yeah, wow, that no. was really fun. Oh, grief! Yeah, I love a bit of that. <laughs> um, yeah, right. So, um, uh, Tom, quick question: team yeah. sports or solo sports? Like at the minute, because we're all kind of locked in, yeah. kind of reduced to solo sports. Mm. If you were gonna, if you kind of had the free reign to go out and choose one or the other, what would be kind of yeah. your your thing you get into most? Do you think? I think, to be honest, I'm quite firmly a solo sports kind of guy. Yeah, I've played a lot of uh, like team sports, but I definitely say solo just because I sound like an awful sports person. But I'm horribly competitive. And that yeah. then even comes into like within my own team. So yeah, yeah. I like to stick to my own, you know, uh, devices. And um, I enjoy, you know, just putting all the responsibility on myself and not having to like, you know, yeah, um, yeah. commune within a team. That probably sounds yeah. awful. But yeah, that's me. No, I, I do relate. I, when I used to play football, and, and again, it was I. I found it if if we lost on a Saturday morning, it ruined the rest of my day. <laughs> so yeah. I, for the sake of an hour and a bit, my whole day has just gone down the pan. Mm. So I, I got to the point where I was like, I don't think I can handle doing this every week. <laughs> my own mental well-being. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, yeah, I, I, totally... I disagree. I love. I mean, I like doing stuff on my own, but I'm for me like. Being in a sports team, it's like such a huge community. So, mm. um, you know, I've been on various ski teams, surf teams, and badminton, and like, like you play a game, and like if you've lost or won, then you all hang out together later on, and it's like a whole little, it's a whole little squad, and I, I, I love yeah. that. I miss that. Like, yeah. I would go on that point though, although I'm very much a solo sports guy. I think that like community even within solo sports is like huge and so oh, important yeah. like even within like running if anyone's ever heard of park run i highly endorse that it's an incredible little thing every yeah, Saturday yeah. morning to run a 5k um and actually the amount of friends and people you meet through that is just awesome and that community like you said hannah is just so so cool yeah really cool um, really love it which yeah. park run do you do tom uh so we kind of jot around a bit i think our home park run we'd probably say is upton um but we kind of pop to pool and king's park occasionally yeah. yeah, pool park's great if you want a PB. Yeah, oh, it's flat. I, I used to yeah. Yeah. Uh, flat. pool park when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah, I've done that a yeah. few times. Yeah, that's very yeah. good. We'll, we'll have to all park run together at some point. Hey. A lovely thing when we find to get out of Tom, have you got any recommendations for people to go and try? Say they haven't ever done any sport, what would you recommend people to go and try out? What would I recommend? Um, I think, first of all, just like see what you're 
see what your mates do. If you've got mates that play sports, kind of like ask them about what they play because that's just, as, as we were just saying, that's a huge part of sport for me is, you know, uh, being around others and having fun with other people. So if you've got mates that go to the gym, try that out, see if you like it. If you've got mates that go on runs, say if you can, you know, join them on a run. Um, and I think just alongside that, it's great having people to ask for advice on certain sports if you're going into something new. I find, yeah, I've definitely found that in the past, you know, having people who have uh, knowledge in other areas that you're new to is invaluable, really. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think that's great. Yeah. That's very cool. How, how do you stay motivated? Oh, how do I stay motivated? Um, I don't know. Um, I think having a goal for me, um, obviously, I guess, as you guys could probably understand, I've got... Um, this event that I'm hoping to compete in in October so that is my motivation um, I put a lot of time and dare I say money into it and actually um, to just think that I would throw that all away just because you know oh, I just can't be bothered um, yeah I think goal setting is huge in staying motivated um, yeah definitely that's very good I totally relate to that as well actually because when I again when I did that marathon last year I'd, it got to a point where I was, I was running six six days a week, or whatever, and I'd be up first thing in the morning, and um and I had a running partner. His name's Reese. Shout out to Reese. Probably not listening to this, but anyway, um and the, the the thing was, when I'd get up in the morning, I'd I'd reach over for the snooze button, <laughs> standard protocol, and and it would come into my head, ah, he's gonna be waiting down at the park. I actually have to get out of bed right yeah. now. Yeah, 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 yeah. and. And because A, I've got that goal, but B, he's 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 waiting for me. Like I've set that up so that because he's helping me train, it's uh I've I've got to go and commit to this because I otherwise I'm letting him down if I don't turn up. Absolutely. So, and the minute my marathon finished, I didn't have the goal to aim for. My running got really lax. Mm. Like in terms of I just I woke up one day and thought, oh, I'm tired, hit the snooze mm. button, rolled over, didn't go for a run. So it was, yeah, like you say, I totally get that. I've, I just think it's just on that note, something that I've definitely been learning recently is um, actually if you're struggling for motivation and, you know, a lot, I've had days where I've got to go on a run one day and actually in my mind, I'm like, I just don't want to do this run. Like, um, I think it's so important to find exercise as a form of enjoyment, definitely sometimes. And if you're not enjoying it, just don't do it. Don't force yourself. Otherwise, you're starting to associate like bad um connotations with exercise and i think yeah. you know, if you're wanting to stay motivated just like listen to your body that's the most important thing that i found yeah i i was jumping on that i was going to say like for me like exercise is a massive part of my mental health like for me if i yeah. if i go for a run no matter how long it takes me or if i stop and start doesn't matter like if i do it i know at the end like i'm gonna feel great and then yeah. mm like it's just all it all works out in the end and also going back to the community thing like um i messaged my friends going like oh what what kind of exercises are you doing during this isolation like what are you using to exercise like what what are you doing and my friends were saying they've got like they've got like tins of beans or like plant pots and stuff and they're like like lifting them up in terms of weights they we've sent we sent each other like little like workout um circuit thing to do in the garden which cool. is quite so, sweet I, it sounds like it's just like you've moved your kitchen into the garden that sounds so yeah. 
Actually, it's interesting you say that. Not the garden bit with the kitchen, but when when you, when you said actually about the your mental health and uh, and just get, getting it done, it's all going to be okay. I don't. Anyone that's listened to some of the other ones, uh, I think you, one of your tips of the week was like making your bed in the morning. Do you remember that? And actually, it was it was, and that was all kind of of a um, a thing of starting your day off with an accomplishment. Like yeah. if you've done nothing else in the day, you've accomplished something. Yeah. And possibly like it's kind of a link back to that with. You, let's say you set yourself the challenge of I'm going to run 5k by the end of the week mm. and then you do it actually not only is it good for you in terms of exercise but it's good for your mental health of yeah I've achieved something yeah yeah I've you know, set myself a target uh, yeah it's really probably really helpful yeah mm. like especially um, if you don't say like you're feeling really crap about yourself you don't think you can do anything mm. say you can run 3k you're like mate I'm a boss I've just ran 3k yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's only going to get easier as well. Yeah. The, the more you do it, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So moving on to that, it's, it's that time. That time. Of the that time, Tom. You've been prepped for this. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's going on, man. I've got ready. Oh, jeez. Okay. Count us in, Harry. Three, two, one. Tim. Tim. Oh my day. That was so much better than Emily last week. I think that's the best we've ever done it. Calling her out. <laughs> okay, so my tip of the week is if you want to start exercising or you don't know where to start, maybe a good place to start is there's this free app on the NHS you get on your phone called Couch to 5K and it has all these personal trainers on there all for free who just motivate you. You can choose which one you like and uh, it's pretty good. Amazing. Yeah, I can, I can vouch for that. In the sense, my sister uh, did that. She's, I think, she'd probably agree with me and wouldn't mind me saying that she, she never really enjoyed kind of physical activity and doing exercise, going on runs, stuff like that. Um, but she was, uh, she kind of challenged herself. So she signed up for this park, uh, park run, uh, Couch to Five K, um, and uh, she got halfway through it and she got bored and she was like, I'm just going to run a five k, and she ran five k. So I, Amazing. I really think. From the plan that they've put in place for this catch to 5k you know it really is for everyone don't worry about oh yeah but I don't think I can even do this don't worry about that just like have a go and I'm I'm sure I've got confidence in in all of you being able to achieve that Aww. you just made me motivated just from that <laughs> <little> talk. <laughs> I want to run 5k now <laughs> I feel guilty about not running 5k this morning. <laughs> amazing. Oh, amazing oh bless you Tom Okay, cool. So, um, as you know, each week we um, we try and relate all this to a bit of a Jesus perspective. So, um, and you might be thinking, um, yeah, they're talking about sport and they're talking about all these things, and maybe sport isn't my bag. Maybe whatever it looks like, and you know, I'm locked in the house. You know, I don't feel motivated to be able to go out and do these things they're talking about. Um, and um, and I think the first thing before going into it is. Yes, I ran a marathon last year. Yes, Tom's training for triathlon. Yes, Hannah's involved, been involved with all these sports teams and whatever. But actually, it's just starting where you're at. I think that's the mm-hmm. first thing. It's not It's not a thing of comparison at all um, uh, and thinking, oh, how am I ever going to live up to that? And again, what Tom said about listening to your body, really, really important. Couch to 5K is really good because there's points where they'll get you just walking mm-hmm. within it because um, that might be just where you're at and what you can manage, and that's totally fine. Yeah. And it's, it's always a process of just building up and, and just doing what's best for you at the time, you know, and what's manageable. Um, so that's kind of one thing. Um, 
But um, but there's just a couple of things that I wanted to kind of highlight, two verses in particular. And interestingly, um, it's quite hard to think about what does the Bible say about kind of sport and exercise? Because I don't think that's necessarily the main focus in their mind's eye uh, with um, alongside kind of Jesus rising from the dead. Was the thing? Oh yeah, and don't forget to have a kick around at weekends. That wasn't kind of <laughs> in <their> <laughs> <life>. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The commandment. That <laughs> <laughs> shall play sports at university. No, so, <laughs> but there was two verses that I found really helpful, um, just to try and get thinking um, about what what physical activity or kind of your body, what it might look like. Um, and so this is the first one. If you've got your Bibles, or if you have a Bible at hand, anyone read? Oh. yes those were professional sound effects (laughs) Uh, this is romans romans 12 uh, verse 1 and it says therefore i urge you brothers in view of god's mercy to offer your bodies as living sacrifices holy and pleasing to god this is your spiritual act of worship so that's the first one that's romans uh, 12 verse 1 and the second one um, is from 1 Timothy uh, chapter 4, verse 8. And it says this, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. Physical training is of some value. So um, what, what, can actually, what actually can we glean from those two verses about kind of exercise or physical activity? Well, I suppose kind of the first one, and you guys can come in and, and kind of speak to this in a second and give me your thoughts on it. Um, first one, Romans 12, actually it's saying your whole life is an act of worship. So kind of, and maybe this is something we can unpack in another week maybe. But when we're talking about worship, it's kind of a thing we're giving, what do we, what do we give to God in that? Um, and it doesn't doesn't just happen when I kind of, or it shouldn't just happen when I walk through church on a Sunday. Like, right, I'm worshiping now. Actually, when I get up in the morning, um, Maybe the, how I eat my breakfast might be a way that I give to God or how I go for a run or how I um, I know the things that I read or whatever. Everything can be a way of worshipping God. And so actually physical exercise, how I look after my body, is also a kind of thing that can be an act of worship. Um, and then the other verse, a physical, uh, what is it, physical training can be, is, is of some value. And actually godliness, we talk about godliness as Christians, well actually that's really important and probably the thing we strive for most. but it's not to ignore that physical training does have value. And I was talking to these guys before the podcast and there's, um, there's this bloke called Craig Grishel. Now you don't need to know who this bloke is, but basically he's like a pastor or vicar or whatever you're a vicar equivalent. And he, he runs a big church in the States and he's, um, uh, and if you, if you just Google his name, Craig Grishel, he is like, he looks like, some Greek god, right? Out of like, he looks like her, what Hercules might look like. Right? Honey, you right? mean Hercules? <laughs> <laughs> so, amen. Right. Anyway, so, um, but he is—he's this really busy church leader, right? And yet, he still makes time in his daily daily activities to to, to exercise and makes it a priority. And I remember him. This was years ago, and I can't really remember how he phrased it so this is isn't verbatim or isn't exactly what he said but it's kind of a rough idea he said life or your kind of um holistic development by holistic i mean the kind of all the areas that you need to kind of grow in to be well-rounded is a bit like a bike wheel and then he said in that bike wheel you're gonna have loads of different spokes 
um, to kind of keep the bike wheels supported. And um, uh, interestingly, I got knocked off my bike when I was riding to work once by a car. This is like about five years ago now. And then the bike wheel, it buckled um, because it damaged some of the spokes. And so then, but you can get it fixed just by getting the spokes realigned, retightened so that each one's balanced again and it realigns the wheel for you. So these spokes are really, really important. They're not just for show. And he said on each spoke, you can assign a different thing that's really important. So for a Christian, you might say, well, you know, Bible study is really important. That's one spoke. Prayer might be really important. That's another spoke. Um, kind of how you use your money and finances and what you give might be another spoke, and that's really important. But he also said physical exercise, whatever that I doesn't. And again, it's where you're at. You don't have to be running a marathon. It could be you know, going for a walk each day or whatever it might be. Physical exercise and how you look after your body is also another spoke. And that means it, it should have as much value in your life as something like Bible study and prayer and all those other things, um, which I found really challenging. Because you, you might think, actually, if if we neglect our bodies, does that mean it's going to affect every other area of our life? So like, if we don't nourish ourselves with good food or how we eat well, and maybe or how we kind of maybe exercise in some way, well, does that affect how motivated we are to do other things? Whether it might be, I don't know, reading or how we commit ourselves to schoolwork or something like that um so it's just kind of a rough thought of actually how we how we kind of feed ourselves and how we look after our body again having potentially a great knock-on effect on our mental health like hannah was talking about can actually affect all the other things that that we do in our life and we can use it as kind of an act of worship as well so um yeah guys what do you think about that go for it tom what do you think yeah, I, I definitely think just kind of jumping back and forward a little bit, just in first thing in regards to that first verse, um, you know, offering your body as a living sacrifice, it's no longer your own. I'm a big advocate. I know a lot of people joke about it, and I've definitely joked about it in the past, but I really do kind of like to believe in the whole your body is a temple and it is yeah. a gift from God. Um, and I like kind of using that and seeing, you know, okay, what kind of capabilities does my body have how hard can I push it and how can I use that to worship God like yeah. you know um how uh, you know how fast can I run 5k and I really think you know God cares about your PBs he's like oh yeah nice one you just yeah, ran yeah. 5k faster than you ever did like that's awesome nice one um so I really like kind of looking at it in that dynamic um yeah. and then kind of with that second verse um uh I really find it helpful. I normally, I know you do your um, exercise in the mornings, but normally I leave mine late in the evenings because I feel like I love that sense of just being kind of really tired and exhausted after a workout because I normally do my bubble read in the evening. So that kind of brings me to a place of like rest and just peace. And that kind of brings me to that really helpful um, place to kind of, you know, read my Bible and like talk to God. So yeah, that's, that's how I find it really helpful. Amazing. Oh, bless you, Tom. That's really helpful. Um, how about you, Hannah? What do you think? Any thoughts on that? I think um, I definitely like, you know, your body is a temple and it, I think it all comes into like diet and stuff. So like, but that's because I have diet problems because I always eat fruits and cake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but even if I eat too much meat, like I, my body just doesn't eat it very well. Um, so for me, like if I, if I'm eating well and I'm exercising the knife, I normally, most of the time, can hang hold my my mental demons away. So uh, yeah. it does. It just it just makes me feel more connected to 
to God and the earth and just everything. Just it, so for me, it's like it's like if I don't fulfill those like three things, like eating three meals a day, exercising, and getting enough sleep, then I just kind of plummet into this mm. oblivion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I have to, I have to really watch myself, but that's something I've learned. Yeah. Cool. That's really helpful. Actually, that's that brings us probably just a little bit out of sport in terms of although we focused on sport as one thing actually what we're really trying to kind of focus on is just how to look after yourself yeah especially yeah. The time when all your rhythms have been thrown off and um and maybe you've got to find other ways to kind of stimulate yourself but looking after your body so it exercise might be one but also eating well and sleeping well mm, definitely. Um, um, again listening to your body and doing all those things actually going to have a real impact on, on your mental state and that's going to be really important over the next weeks ahead as we don't actually know exactly when this is going to end either no. so yeah Hannah that's really helpful as well um so yeah um I guess that's, I, I, is it fair to say we kind of we've come to a conclusion I think Are so. we wrapping up yeah, yeah I think so don't forget to ask your questions on um, the Q&A yeah. <laughs> we're still waiting for our first question still waiting so, for one any question ask me how my day's been (laughs) so i've got something to respond to that'd be lovely um but yeah um so i hope that's been useful again if you do have any questions again do do send them in um and yeah and all let us know how you've been getting on maybe you're going to try catch the 5k download it hannah's tip of the week or you're going to try something new different ways to kind of look after yourself maybe new foods or different sleeping pattern whatever let us know we'd love to know how you guys are responding and getting on with it um and yeah before we go tom one more thing just to add um i know jared might roll his eyes at me but i'm a huge (laughs) advocate of strava if you're not on it get on strava because even if you haven't you know got any mates that you know of that you you feel like you feel comfortable with running with you know you can follow people you know on strava and that's another great way just to encourage people and yeah i think it's a really great way of aiding your your training and helping you get involved a bit more in running of which at this point in time is probably one of the few forms of exercise you can you can get up to cool thanks tom to be fair i'm not I'm not bashing Strava. It's just I've been on night running at, but I'm, <laughs> I, I think I'm going to swap to be frank. But anyway, I didn't say that. Anyway, bless you guys. Tom, thank you for your time. It's been thank great you. to have you on here. Um, and we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Don't forget your um, slice of carrot cake for next week as we chow down and have a, a lovely brew to go alongside of it. So, but for now, it's bye from me. Ciao, ciao. And bye from Hannah. Bye. And we'll see you all next week. Goodbye. God bless.